Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Challenging Education from Cognita. I'm Simon Camby, the Group Education Director. And I'm Beth Kerr, the Group Wellbeing Director at Cognita. As always, thanks for joining us. On our last show, we focused on how teaching and learning adapts as schools welcome back students and staff to the physical classroom. And today, we'll be getting a first-hand perspective from students who are in different phases of that return, also in different parts of the world. Yes, regardless of where you are, the issue with schools going into and now coming out of lockdown has been the subject of intense political debate. We've heard many views and opinions, but the voices that seem to have been missing within this hotly debated area are those of students themselves. So today I'm really, really pleased to welcome some of our students to discuss their own experiences of home learning and also going back to school. So we've got three students. Emmy is age 17 and Tao is age 16 and they both attend the International School of Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam and their school reopened three weeks ago. Ayan is age 13 and is a student at Cumnor House School for Boys in the UK. Cumnor is partially open for some students, yet Ayan is still learning from home. Hello to all of you. Hi. Hello. Hello. So the the past few months must have been a a really strange and unique experience for you. Emmy, how are you doing? Well, Ta and I are both very happy to be back in school now. It's been three weeks, so it's good to get back into the swing of things and uh, kind of get our normal lives back for as far as that's possible under all of the measures still in place. And what about you, Ayan? How are you feeling? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, it's important to keep a healthy mindset. Otherwise, you don't work properly, you don't think properly. Well, Emmy, if we start with you then, could you tell us how the COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent lockdown unfolded in Vietnam? Uh, yeah, so early February, we were on Tet Break, which is like national Vietnamese holiday for Chinese New Year. And upon coming back, we heard that we wouldn't be going back to school that subsequent week. And it was quite surprising to all of us because it was a governmental policy and it came out of nowhere on the Sunday before we were supposed to go back to school. And at that point in time, the coronavirus was only really present in Southeast Asia and China. So we didn't really see it as a global issue and therefore we thought it would be quite short term. But we actually didn't go back to school up until April. So it was a super long e-learning period that we went through. And Tao, how did the experience make you feel at the time? Tell, tell us a bit about your well-being. I didn't feel really anxious. I just was a bit shocked that we wouldn't be going back to school. And I always kind of expected for us to be back in school really early on. And then it felt really weird to be at home all the time and just do my work online and just not be able to see any of my friends or my teachers in real life. Emmy, tell us a little bit about how online learning was for you. And specifically, I'd be interested to know a little bit more about the relationship with your teachers and how that was affected by online learning. Uh, Yeah, so throughout the weeks that we stayed at home, we mainly still followed our same schedule in terms of the periods we had each day. I did feel like the online learning added so much structure and routine uh, to my day, which made it a lot easier to keep up as well as with assessments, because in the end, as I look back at it, I believe my days in lockdown were actually really productive in terms of the quality of the work I uh, I did then, because there was no distractions. And after a while, you've watched all the movies there are to watch, and then you just don't have a choice but uh, do your best for assignments. And it also gives you more of a sense of fulfillment, which you kind of seek since there's not much else to look forward to at the time. 
And in terms of my relationship with the teachers, I believe that even though we weren't in the same classroom, I did get a sense of connection and somewhat of a community spirit because you're all facing the same problems, even students and teachers alike, we're all suffering through it. And you kind of have like this shared enemy, which is coronavirus, and you're kind of just trying to make your way through it. And teachers try to help the students as best they can. And students just do their best with the measures they have. So I felt like there was some kind of shared experience there, which kind of gave a closer connection also on a personal level, which I feel like really did positively impact my relationships with my teachers. Even now back at school, I noticed that everyone's a bit closer. It seems as though like everyone's been through the same thing, which creates a sense of like belonging, I guess. And it also makes you appreciate being in school more, which I think is something we all kind of lost uh, out of sight for a while. And Tao, during that time, whilst you got used to it, do you think that your independent learning skills changed during that period? It really did. In the beginning, I was kind of just finishing my assessments on time and turning them in. But after a while, I made a routine for myself. I'd wake up in the mornings and then I'd eat a bit of breakfast. Then I'd get to my Google Meets and I just built myself a routine that I got really used to. It took me a while to get there, but in the end, it actually made me learn how to self-manage my time properly, especially now because it's really important to be able to manage my time and finish all my assessments. It's really interesting just listening to you and to Emmy because whilst it's been a really odd period of time, it sounds like you've both taken real positives out of it. Now, Ayan, you've been listening to these two in Vietnam and obviously they are back at school and you're still learning at home. You know, what are you enjoying? Are there positives that have come out of it? I'm quite enjoying lockdown. I'm actually quite enjoying online learning. I like that I can share some videos with my parents They have a greater insight into what we learn outside the classroom. So for you, it sounds a little bit like home and school has come together a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Well, now that you are back at school, Emmy, you've been back for for nearly three weeks, I think. And I'm really interested to know, how was it going back to your school? And and especially, were there any challenges that you faced in this period? Yeah, so after four months of online learning, when the school announced we'd be going back. There was a lot of mixed reactions. Of course, everyone was excited to see each other again. But then again, we gotten so comfortable in our own little like bubble, I guess, that it seemed like a whole step, a whole barrier to get out again. And uh, once we arrived at school, it was actually quite strange because it wasn't back to normal either. A lot of people, including myself, expected that when we'd go back to school, everything would be back to normal. But It was really quite different. We had an adjusted schedule that would facilitate social distancing and we had to wear masks all the time. So we didn't really have many opportunities to talk and socialize with our friends apart from being in class. So I guess in that sense, it was a challenge to get over that. But I must admit that now the measures have relaxed a bit and we don't always have to wear masks anymore. We have lunchtime back. So it's a lot better now. It was just the first few weeks back that were difficult. You've both been away from your school campuses and your friends for for quite a long time now. Tell us a little bit about your your feelings about school and perhaps what sort of things helped you you settle back into life. So so Tao, let's start with you. Um, Going back to school, I was so happy to see my friends again and my teachers. And that really brought my hopes up of 
bringing back my routine and it took a while to adjust everything and be able to move from online schooling and waking up later just doing my work online to being in school and getting ready and that hope like made me want to be able to go to school every day rather than stay at home and just motivate myself to be in school and finish all my work with my teachers there presently. And what about you, Emmy? What sort of things helped you settle back into school life? I think what I really missed during quarantine was just the routine of waking up, going somewhere and coming back, you know, that change of setting and uh, moving around. And I think uh, because I missed that so much, I was extremely happy to go back to school. And with schools opening up again, it also meant that we were able to go to the gym again, do our sports, see our friends outside. And I think that whole excitement around just going out made me appreciate my life before more. I think the whole excitement around getting your life back motivated all of us and made it somewhat exciting, I guess. Would either of you have any advice for Ayan, who is who is still learning at home for when he hopefully goes back into school? I would say um, don't expect too much of it because maybe you'll have similar measures uh, like us. But overall, I feel like just take the moment to appreciate that these are super unique times and circumstances that we're living in right now. And it's been a really strange year for all of us. So I think just absorb it and experience it because I feel like this is definitely a time we're all going to remember later on. I would just tell you to not be too scared of going back because teachers are really understanding since they have also went through what you're going through right now. They also have papers to grade and assessments to grade and you have assessments to do. They really understand your situation. I think that's really great advice and it's it's excellent actually that you point out that teachers and students are in the same boat really. We all, you know, we're all in it together. So for, for you all, what, what aspect of online learning would you take back into the classroom? Well, from a really practical standpoint, I quite like the Google Meets because there's become like a culture where it's more normal to plan a Google Meet or a Zoom meeting with your teachers. And I feel like that's a huge benefit and saves a lot of time because I believe to some extent a meeting with a teacher for more clarification or some feedback over Zoom is just as effective as in real life. So for me personally, that's been a huge takeaway from the lockdown period. So what I want us to do now is just slightly shift gear. I'd now like us to think a little bit about the future. Obviously, COVID has really changed the way of life for everyone across the world. And for some people, some really devastating impacts. How has this experience during the whole pandemic almost affected the way you are thinking about the future? So, Diane, your perspective in the UK, what are you thinking about the future? I feel really quite optimistic about the future, actually. I think it shows that we're really well equipped to handle whatever life throws at us. It gives me a lot of faith in humanity. And Emmy, obviously you haven't got that long left at school, so you're very definitely thinking about your next steps. Yeah, if I have to think about my personal future, I've been thinking a lot um, about where I'm going to apply to university. I guess during this whole pandemic, I've been feeling quite distant from my family back in Holland. It's kind of made me reevaluate. Uh, where I want to go to university, considering the fact that my family lives in Vietnam. And uh, I've been thinking of going to university in Europe, but that comes with a bit of anxiety now, considering the fact that a pandemic such as COVID-19 could easily happen again. And that creates like 
an immense barrier between me and my family. So that's kind of a worry I have for the future. However, I'm just trying to stay optimistic about it. And I'm also excited to head into a new stage of my life, go to university, experience that independence. Obviously, I have no firsthand experience of what it's like being in university. But what I hear from my parents, from people around me, is that it's very much um, based on independent study time and learning. And there's a lot less guidance in terms of support from your teachers. And I feel like that's exactly kind of what this corona period has been. Even though during lockdown, our teachers did clearly set expectations and they were always there to support us. In the end, if we didn't want to attend classes, we uh, we could choose not to. And I feel like that would be similar in university and you have to take responsibility for your own learning and um, motivate yourself to take charge of your education instead of depending on your teachers to motivate you to do your assignments. And I think that's something that a skill uh, that I've definitely developed further during this lockdown period and will take with me for university. And Emmy, you used the phrase trying to stay optimistic, which to me is, is all about mindset. How important do you think that idea of mindset is when we are all dealing with this situation that we're in? Oh, I think it's immensely important because uh, during the whole lockdown period, I experienced myself that you get to spend a lot of like quality time with yourself instead of with other people. So you have a lot of thinking time and you get to know yourself a lot better. At least that's what I experienced. And I noticed that my mood really depended on my own mindset. And that gave me a greater sense of awareness that your mindset really does have a huge influence. Both It can affect how you feel physically as well as emotionally. So I think that's a, a big lesson I'm taking away beyond all the academics and social interactions. Just for me personally, I've noticed that your mood and your attitude can really have a huge effect on how you feel like physically, as well as your productivity and your general like sense of happiness or lack thereof. And actually, that links to the next area that I just wanted to explore very briefly, this idea of well-being. And lots of people have spoken about the importance of well-being during this period. And Ayan, you frequently write a blog, which you share with all of your friends at school, and you also write poetry. So tell me a little bit about why you're doing that and, and how that helps you during this period. I write poetry so that I can collect the thoughts in my mind and write them down and I have something to keep when I'm a little bit older and I can think back at the time when I was a little bit more stressed and um, remember what the times were like. You talked earlier on about the idea of being positive about the future and obviously lots of the coverage in the media has focused quite rightly in many cases on many of the negative aspects arising from COVID and because it has been hugely devastating for so many people. I wonder whether you could just share with us any thoughts that you have around those positives. What, what can we think about as we move forward? I think we can take some positives from this time. I've appreciated the slower pace of life and seeing, for example, how the garden has changed over the last two months and watching the birds fight over the feeder. We all run around trying to find pleasure from ever more exotic sources, but the things that actually give us peace are right on our doorstep. I hope we learn to run around a little bit less and remember to be and just allow nature to be as well. 
think what you're telling us all is, is that we don't need to look too far. We need to look at the things that are immediately in front of us and um, take some joy from those. That's a, a really great way to finish this podcast. Um, so that's the end for us today, folks. So thank you to Iam, Emmy and Tao. We really, really appreciate you joining us. And I think, you know, everybody listening to this will both learn from it, from the content of the things that you've shared, but also just from your wisdom. It's just been great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was really nice talking to you guys. Uh, It was wonderful to speak to you. So as always, if you found this episode interesting, please subscribe and give the show a review on your podcast app. Share your views with us on social media and you can do this by tweeting us at Cognita Schools and including the hashtag CognitaWay. And if you know someone who may be interested in the things that we've discussed today, please do share our podcast with them. We'll be back in another two weeks. Until then, from Ian, Emmy, Tao, Beth and myself, please stay safe, stay well and see you next time. Take care. Goodbye.